Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. So, uh, we're very close to the end of 2017. Perfect time for a new podcast, lots of stuff to talk about. So we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, one of the things that I found to be incredibly interesting uh, was actually the flack that Bitcoin has received just in the last few days. Um, you've got Warren Buffett coming out saying that Bitcoin is pure fear of missing out, or FOMO. And then you've got the Indian government coming out, talking, speaking out against Bitcoin, uh, saying that it's speculative, there's nothing behind it, that they're actually comparing Bitcoin to a Ponzi scheme. Um, so I find that interesting because at the same time, you're also seeing articles out there on Yahoo and a whole bunch of other websites saying that credit cards are going to be going away in favor of cryptocurrencies. So which is it? Or is it that the kind of cryptocurrency that they want to keep is their own? They meaning the banks and the people that are in charge of things right now. So it's interesting to see this attack against Bitcoin. Uh, you know, I'm not invested in Bitcoin, so I honestly don't really care one way or the other. But I am interested to see uh, how this plays out. It's very interesting to me though that this week alone you've seen a lot of snipes against uh, Bitcoin, but at the same time you've also seen some positivity about Bitcoin in the sense that people are saying, you know, credit cards are going to go away and we're going to have cryptocurrency. Well, you know, which is it? Then uh, Gallup News tweeted out that uh, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton remain and retain most admired titles. Now this is what's crazy to me, is that consecutive years as most admired, 10 for Barack Obama, 16 for Hillary Clinton. Um, I find that hard to believe because if she's that admired, why isn't she the president right now? Um, I, I feel like these polls are, are, the people that got polled are trolls because there's no way that that could be right. Uh, then an interesting thing that I saw the other day, uh, when people think that they know the difference between like 1 million and 1 billion, this is a good way to put it in perspective. 1 million seconds is how many days do you think? I'll give you a second. 11 days. That's right, just 11 days. You probably thought 30 or somewhere along there, but just 11 days. How long is 1 billion seconds? Thirty-one years. So 11 days and 31 years is the difference between 1 million seconds and 1 billion with a B seconds. 1 trillion seconds is actually 31,710 years. Um, so when someone bottom line tells you they know the difference between 1 million and 1 billion, they're full of shit uh, because the difference is unbelievable. Uh, then there was this, these images which were insane, I think, to most people online. This was Laura Dern, the actress, 
and Baron Davis, the NBA player, apparently making out, holding each other, uh, clearly very much a couple. Um, my response to that is Laura Dern is educating us all that anything is possible in relationships. Uh, then John Morosi tweeted out, question for Blue Jays fans, do you believe the Jays could trade Josh Donaldson this winter and still rank among the top three American League teams in attendance in 2018? My answer to that is no, but they need to make that trade. Uh, then this article just cracked me up. It was a random article I saw in the New York Post which said, Mary Kay Letourneau's husband we only split so I could sell pot. Uh, I was dying laughing when I read that. If you don't remember, she was the teacher that had sex with this guy when he was, I believe, 14 or 15 or something like that. Uh, so they actually got married, then they divorced, and they divorced because of her criminal record so that he could sell pot. Um, crazy story. Um, then, if you're interested, I highly recommend you check out twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. Uh, there's an article, not an article, there's a link to Wikipedia that I shared about a crazy situation uh, with a former comedian who was accused of murder, uh, and how he was accused of doing the murder was totally insane. He was... Uh, basically being intimate with a woman and what he did was crazy he used a bottle I'll let you figure out the rest the bottle shattered inside of her and she ended up dying from that uh, Fatty Arbuckle is the comedian if, you, if you're not aware and just the story behind it what happened to him was totally he was one of the greatest comedians and then it all just went away so you know if you're interested check it out twitter.com slash the john d newton it's an interesting story but it's one that's probably barf worthy uh considering what happened uh but it is still interesting nonetheless uh then governor mike huckabee tweeted out that churchill was hated by his own party opposition party and the press feared by the king as being reckless and despised for his bluntness, but unlike Neville Chamberlain, he didn't retreat. We had a Chamberlain for eight years. In Donald Trump, we have a Churchill. Again, that's from Mike Huckabee. Uh, Joy Reid responded to this and said, the only thing Donald Trump and Winston Churchill have in common is that they were both born rich. Although Churchill's wealth was aristocratic and Trump yearns for the aristocracy's respect, Churchill was a war fighter who led his country through World War II. Trump had bone spurs. So, pretty good tweet there from Joy Reid. Uh, then there was this very interesting knockout here from Edson Barboza. Uh, this was quite the spinning heel kick there. Uh, so I had to share that because when I saw that, I was like, this is pretty good. Uh, then... There was a hashtag that was trending on Twitter uh, a few days ago, uh, hashtag Canadian fake news. So I had some fun with that. I said, Environment Canada states this will be a mild winter, hashtag Canadian fake news, which they actually did do. Um, but obviously, if you go outside, it's between minus 20 to minus 30 
in most of Canada right now. So, so much for that mild winter that those experts called for. Uh, then Nike leaked the Toronto Raptors' new city jersey, and basically all it is is just an arrow pointing up that says North in gold uh, in OVO colors uh, like Drake. To me, I think that jersey looks like shit, I'll <laughs> be honest. Um, you know, I saw a lot of the other city jerseys that Nike did. I thought they were pretty cool. Uh, Sacramento's I thought was really cool. Uh, but, yeah, the Raptors one, very boring, very lame. Uh, it's basically just their underarm side part just brought to the front. I think it looks like shit, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that like it. Good for them, I say. Um, Joe Rogan tweeted out uh, from BigThink.com, Energy drinks and junk food are destroying teenagers' brains. The article's there. Uh, pretty interesting read. He also tweeted out a story from NPR. Uh, California says Nestle lacks permits to extract millions of gallons of water. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, then there was this from uh, Through My Kai's, uh, Kyle on Twitter tweeting out, laugh my ass off, I thought that this was AJ Styles. Uh, <laughs> it kind of does look like AJ Styles. I thought that was a pretty funny tweet. Uh, then Matthew pointed out, and this is what I was thinking when I saw it, uh, Natalia leading the SmackDown women against the Riot Squad only two weeks after she gave a speech saying that she's going to turn her back on SmackDown and the fans. And I would agree. I, again, what the fuck are the writers doing on wrestling sometimes? Uh, but in, on the good side of things, uh, I do agree with what Rolling, Sto excuse me, Rolling Stone uh, said. Uh, this year, they said the wrestler of the year for the WWE was The Miz. Uh, Sports Illustrated came out and said the wrestler of the year was Kenny Omega, just in general. I agree with both of those. I think Kenny Omega is doing some great things in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, obviously, his match with Chris Jericho coming up in January, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, hopefully, being a fan of the WWE, selfishly, I would love to see Kenny Omega get signed by the WWE. I would love to see him get that opportunity to be in the WWE, and, and I'd love to see what he could do there. Um, from the WWE perspective, though, people that are already there, I would totally agree with the Rolling Stone. I thought The Miz had a phenomenal year, and I just wish that they would push him back into the universal title contention or the you know, WWE title if they move him back to SmackDown when he comes back. Um, he is just too good on the mic, you know, and his wrestling skills have improved. He's had a lot of really good matches uh, this, this past year, and he continues to gain more and more of my respect. Uh, so uh, congratulations to The Miz. I think he earned it, no doubt about it. So The Miz, of course, commented on that. He said, you don't become wrestler of the year by wearing your own merchandise shirt or tactical vest. You become wrestler of the year day after day, over-delivering on everything you do. When I come back, Raw will be my show again, and the Intercontinental Championship is mine. Uh, so very interesting, especially that he calls out Roman Reigns there, uh, because whenever he does come back, there's probably a good chance that Roman Reigns may be the universal champion, uh, depending on when he comes back. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there. But again, I think that's very well deserved. The Miz just continues to impress. Um, and honestly, in terms of heels, I think he might be the best heel 
the WWE has right now um, on Raw or SmackDown. Uh, then, uh, just a couple of days ago, Stan Lee, uh, who everybody knows from Marvel Comics, he actually turned 95 years old. Uh, I can't believe he's actually that old. Uh, but obviously just an incredibly creative guy, uh, to say the least. Uh, what he's developed with the Marvel comics into now Marvel movies um, is just incredible. Uh, then there was this uh, from at its food porn on Twitter, uh, something called pepperoni pizza fries. Uh, so it looks disgusting, but it's probably one of those things that looks disgusting but tastes great, who knows. Uh, then, I don't think it's showing up properly on the screen, but uh, it was leaked, the United States Championship Tournament, what it looks like, the brackets for it. And of course we saw Bobby Roode advance, he beat Baron Corbin. We saw Ginger Mahal defeat Ty Dillinger. But then the other two matches, if they make sense to you, kudos to you, because they don't make sense to me, especially when you're thinking about the fact that Bobby Roode is already advanced and Jinder Mahal is already advanced. So in my opinion, that's gonna be the final, especially when you look at what the other two matches are. You've got Zack Ryder versus Mojo Rawley. Mojo Rawley, I can understand, but Zack Ryder, I don't think so. And then the other two, absolutely not. You've got Xavier Woods and Aiden English. Um, so I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I think obviously they must be building towards Jinder Mahal versus Bobby Roode for the championship. It looks like that match will take place at the Royal Rumble, which means Ginger Mahal and Bobby Roode won't be competing in the Royal Rumble, which is actually kind of disappointing, to be honest. I would have hoped that they would have wrapped up this tournament before the Royal Rumble starts, but it looks like that's gonna be the plan there. Then I was listening to a song where I thought they had a really good lyric, I'm so sick of fill in the blank, so I tweeted that out. I thought that was a pretty cool lyric. Um, then, as a joke, I tweeted out, sign, hashtag sign that you're in a toxic relationship. You try to make a reference to Forrest Gump with Jen A, and she goes, Jennifer Aniston? Uh, so I thought that was a pretty funny one. Um, and then I also added to that, it's not often talked about, but I still believe that Jen A molested Forrest Gump. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Um, then I was watching a podcast and they were joking, talking about the kind of person that would watch anime porn for the story and the English subtitles, so I thought that was also pretty funny. And I, not too many people know this, but when I am using Siri on my iPhone and I say Siri call daddy, it actually goes to my answering machine. And another joke I had, uh, for women that think sex bots are unfair because boys get all the cool stuff, women have vibrating anal beads that are Bluetooth enabled and vibrators that plug into phones and pulse to the beat of the music so she can listen to Bohemian Rhapsody and it gives her a fondant <laughs> And I also tweeted out, where the fuck was Anonymous when we needed them for a G-Pi from the FCC? Um, and kind of going back to that point, uh, now that we no longer have net neutrality, uh, 
not a lot of people are familiar with the term zero rating, but what it is is when a provider offers a service uh, unlimited for free. Uh, so an example of that in Canada would be Spotify free with Fido. Uh, so when you're seeing zero rating like that, when you're seeing companies like Fido offering Spotify for free, uh, it's kind of like the beta test for what telecommunication companies will be able to get away with now that net neutrality is gone. Uh, so if that ends up being what happens, it could get very dark very quickly where providers will charge you more to watch YouTube, to be on Twitter or Facebook, or to access your emails, uh, to anything like that. They would have control of that now without net neutrality. Um, on a lighter note though, I was watching the Leafs game and this was the first Leafs game after Johnny Bauer had passed away and I've got to say that I really like uh, what they've done with the Leafs jersey. They've, they've added a patch with a maple leaf on it that says JB uh, for Johnny Bauer so I thought that, that was uh, a really good touch that the Leafs did, uh, obviously respecting and honoring uh, Johnny Bauer. Uh, then, of course, this image going back to the FCC and um, the head of the FCC, uh, I tweeted out this image and said the head of the FCC as he's ho-ho-whoring for the big three telecommunication companies. And then, of course, it's the holiday season. You would think that Donald Trump would take a break from Twitter, but of course not. He had to tweet out, in the East, it could be the coldest New Year's Eve on record. Perhaps we could use a little bit of that good old glo global warming that our country, but not other countries, was going to pay trillions of dollars to protect against, bundle up. So Representative Don Bayer responded to that and said, number one, this isn't how climate change works. Number two, we weren't paying trillions of dollars. You didn't understand the Paris Agreement in June and you still don't. And number three, climate change is real. It's a serious threat to our children. You need people on your team who can explain this to you. I think most people would agree with all three of those points directed to Donald Trump. Uh, then Rory Sillen Jones tweeted out, uh, we know that some of you feel Apple has let you down. We apologize. That was Apple in a rare apology over slowing down older iPhones. And as a result, they've slashed the price of replacement batteries from $79 to $29. Uh, the company has been threatened with lawsuits over this issue. I think they should go further than that. I think they should offer replacement batteries for free as part of AppleCare, especially after this PR mess uh, that, that continues for them. Uh, then it was really interesting uh, the other day because the Leafs uh, called up Picard uh, to take on his former team, the Avalanche. Uh, so I thought that that was interesting. Obviously, the game played out. It wasn't quite as interesting as I was hoping. Uh, it ended up going to a shootout. They lost in the shootout. Uh, Picard just didn't look that great. But of course, it's difficult to be called up that quickly, and then probably even more difficult to be playing against your former team uh, in your first NHL game in a while. So, uh, you know, I was kind of hoping that he could really shut the door and really challenge McKelney for, or McElhaney I should say, for the backup spot and then as a young goalie really push Anderson uh, for the starter spot but clearly 
that's not what Picard is capable of, at least not right now, and that's pretty disappointing because I think the Leafs would be even better right now if they had some competition in that and if they had somebody that could really push Anderson further, but they don't seem to have that with Picard right now. Uh, then another interesting rumor that came out yesterday, the Yankees are reportedly interested in signing Yu Darvish. Uh, for me, I think that would have been a thing if it wasn't for the lousy postseason that he just had. And Javier Marino agrees with me. He says Yu is 31, and he has not been the dominant Yu Darvish of past years, and I would agree with him 100% on that. Um, I think it would be a mistake for the Yankees to sign him, but you know, they seem to be pretty set on doing that. Uh, billionaire Mindset tweeted out, Never let the sadness of your past and the fear of your future ruin the happiness of your present. So I thought that was a good tweet. Uh, and then Joe Rogan tweeted out uh, from Mashable, uh, Super strong artificial muscle brings us closer to lifelike robots. And what it is, it's an artificial muscle that they can actually print out from a 3D printer. Um, and using heat, it actually will expand and it can lift up to 15 times more than human muscle. Uh, so Joe Rogan responded to that saying just simply, we are fucked, and I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, then there was this, which I can't play because it will get us yanked off of YouTube uh, due to the audio, but if you're interested, you could check it out, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton, and what it is is uh, WWE actually tweeted out the original Raw opening uh, from the 90s and 1993 to be exact and they basically put in the current superstars of the WWE into that intro uh, so it's a pretty cool uh, bit that they've done again if you want to check that out twitter.com slash thejohndnewton it's definitely worth checking out if you're a wrestling fan uh, then you know we've been talking about what the Blue Jays should be doing for a while it still remains unknown what exactly they're planning to do because they haven't done anything yet. Um, John Morosi is tweeting out about what two division rivals are doing, though. Uh, as the Red Sox and Orioles discuss Manny Machado and trade talks, here's his story on where it stands. If that happens, if the Red Sox get Manny Machado, it's game over for the Blue Jays. You're not going to compete with the Yankees. You maybe depending on what you could do right now against the Red Sox roster, you might be able to compete with them and the Angels for a wild card spot. But if the Red Sox get Manny Machado, there's no way the Blue Jays can compete. And I already believe that they should trade Donaldson. If Machado gets traded to the Red Sox, they better trade Donaldson because there's nothing that they can do to compete with those teams right now. And you know, I wouldn't be saying that they, they trade Donaldson unless I truly believed in their future. I do believe in their future. They've got Sanchez, they've got Stroman, they've got Osuna. Those are very young pitchers that will be in their prime five to ten years from now. You've got Bo Bichette, you've got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in the minors. Those kids are going to come up and hopefully be superstars. And in the meantime, do as much as you can to get as much value as you can for people like Donaldson for people like Martin, uh, Tulowitzki if you can, uh, all of those older players, move them out, get whatever you can in return, and start to rebuild because there's no way in the short term you're going to be able to compete with the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Angels. And even if you could, 
do you really see the Blue Jays being able to compete with a team like the Astros or the Dodgers if they can make it that far in the postseason? Absolutely not. So they need to start to rebuild. Um, I think most Blue Jays fans that I've seen are on that same wavelength. Most baseball people that I've seen, including John Morosi, who knows his stuff about baseball, they're even saying that the Blue Jays should do should do a rebuild. So it seems like the only people that are in denial are the people, unfortunately, that are calling the shots. But we'll see. So far, they haven't done anything, which is interesting. And then we will end with this. This was an interesting promo uh, that I, I thought was great. Uh, this is from a wrestler, Zach Gibson. Um, it's just a hilarious promo. Uh, that I wanted to end the podcast with. Uh, hopefully the WWE gets a, a look at this promo and maybe decides whether or not they want to go with this guy. Uh, I think they should because this promo is one of the best ones I've seen in wrestling in a long time. I'm looking around the room and I'm seeing a lot of bullet club tops. A lot of bullet club tops. From a room full of people who are absolutely blagging that they watch New Japan. Absolutely blagging that you subscribe to New Japan. Look at this div. Look at this div. There are only two subscriptions on your bank statement. The WWE Network and Pornhub Premium. Listen, just because after every match you send your five-star rating to Big Dave, it does not make you smart. Just because when this div here is doing his intros, you shout one fall. It does not make you smart. What it makes you is a large collection of absolute bellends. You, 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 no, 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 don't shout that. Back up. You already know this match 